money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. It's cold outside. Well, it's winter. It's February. It's the February blues. No, 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 no. No. It's sorry. February tax time. That's what we're talking about today. <laughs> That's where I was going. I was going, oh, let's get all depressed about no, February time. No, no, this is good because we're going to get proactive and we're going to give people encouragement to get things finished. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We've got to back up. We had the tax show at the beginning of December. If you missed that show, then listen to this show and then go back to that show and, and okay, listen to that yes, show. Because there's all um, sorts of practical things to do. Yes. Good show. So chri.ca, more than enough.ca, and um, let's talk money on iTunes. So if you search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb on iTunes, um, the easiest way to find those archive shows really is on the More Than Enough website. We've got a great little search bar there, and you can just search. Um, you know, scroll back down to December and you'll find it. So lots of ways to hear the archive show. Great show early December. Because guess who's back? The same guest we had in December is back. Thanks for coming, Bron. You're welcome. So Bron I'm just going to jump in. Oh, sorry, Bron. But Bron Vasich is our lead tax guy he's the guy who when we have all our our tax questions we go to braun we go to braun or or if we have to talk to cra then usually we say okay braun have at her and and he's the guy who who really intercedes for us in that way not that that's an everyday event no because let's hope not (laughs) because we're hopefully compliant most of the time yes we're working on it we're working on it that's right but we don't have to be afraid and for us having Braun as a resource takes a significant amount of fear out of my life. So thank you, Braun. Yes. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. So, and happy to you, be helping. And if you can't tell, we're going to be talking about fear. And taxes. And taxes. And uh, what makes us afraid. But I'm going to read some scripture verses first, like we like to do. And um, no, it's not directly about money again. I know. I'm going to work on that for, for more in 2018. I promise. You know what? They, they, it's about the heart. I this know. is These the show where we talk about the heart <laughs> issues. And I like to make fun of you. And, and, and this is probably the one show where I'll just say, you know what? I love that you're picking verses that Our don't always heart. talk about money, but certainly talk about the heart. Well, this one's quite an interesting one. So it comes from Matthew 10, verse 27 to 31. What I say to you in the dark, tell in the light. And what you hear whispered, proclaim from the housetops. Do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. And even the hairs of your head are all counted. So do not be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. Mm. And I was thinking about fear and taxes and how, because we want to talk about how do we do the proactive things that will overcome the fear. And in this, in this chap, this section of scripture, he's, you know, we can fear lots of people for lots of reasons, but Jesus is reminding us, don't be afraid of people who can kill your body 
you know, but be more concerned about the one who's made you and who has a plan for you and who has authority over our lives that can either put us and the scripture says, you know, <clears throat> that can destroy both soul and body in hell. And those are harsh words, maybe for, a, <clears throat> excuse me, a February morning. But then the beauty of the verses is that it goes into the love of the father, really. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny, yet not one of them falls to the ground apart from the father? Even the hairs of our head are numbered. And the kids always love that when I say that to them, because they're like, God knows every hair on my head and all the ones that are falling out. Yes, I'm sh- I mean, that's what the scripture says. And it's a funny kind of a verse, maybe we might think. But if we take it literally, we'll understand that his care for us is greater than any fear that we could have. Have about those who could take our money away, like CRA. And really, that's why I'm drawing the two, because ultimately, we need to trust in the heart of the Father for us mm-hmm. more than we trust that CRA is going to destroy us financially. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and that's a drastic statement, maybe, but I think sometimes the truth of why we fear the tax man is because we think we're going to get financially destroyed. If, if yeah, and when you think about the fear, <clears throat> the fear is, is 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 that you know that's one of Satan's primary tactics is to get us into a spot of fear. Yes, and yeah, go ahead. Uh, in all kinds of ways, but certainly in finances. Yes, I mean we, you know, again, we're this is a show where we're talking about the hard issues, and if we are. We do crazy things when there's fear in our heart. When mm-hmm. when we are afraid, we just we do things that just don't and make any sense on a rational day. So on a rational day, we're like, okay, and then we get fearful, and then we start doing things, and we go, wow, why did I do that? Because I was afraid. And mm-hmm. if we start looking at, actually, that's a very interesting like psychological thing. If you actually paid attention to yourself, how many times you made a decision out of fear in a day, it is quite amazing because I've, I've done it. And you're like, wow, I live way more out of fear than I do out of love and trust and understanding that God wants good things for my life. And uh, I was actually just thinking the picture I had, you know, when you're driving along and then you see um, a police officer come up behind you. Okay, I'm sure. I, I mean, we don't have. Oh, statistics. I've never experienced Oh, that. yeah. Where your hands start sweating and you're, you know, be, you could be driving 85 and you're still your heart rate's getting you up. Speedy. Well, you know, and then anyway, I've speed more than that. But <clears throat> But I get the same feeling that people are feeling that way about their taxes, especially if they've avoided them, Mm -hmm. right? That you get sweaty palms that we're talking about taxes and we're talking about CRA and your palms right now are sweating. Your heartbeat is is racing. And please don't hear us this morning that we're condemning anybody if you're behind in your taxes. We want to give you hope to get to make what is Braun love to say to what do you say about making the right next choice you that do the next right thing Thing. and we want to encourage you today to do the next right thing in your taxes (laughs) isn't that why we're here yes to encourage the people that the you know not to not lose that that not to stay in that place of fear because that is really uh, not a good place to be. And ultimately, we want to help them, encourage them, come alongside of them to show them that 
it that they can overcome this and they can be on the right get back on track even though it might seem to them that they're oh i i can't possibly do this i'm going to be climbing mount everest uh the reality is that we've helped many many clients climb mount everest and they've been successful and it 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 is i think i mentioned earlier that you know if the point about staying open with proactive communication with Canada Revenue Agency and 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 along with some expertise and some help that if you go into this with your heart being humble and 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 that you're you're uh, you're you're in a place where you can you can go to them then and with 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 that notion that they are there to help you uh, i've i've just seen them show up in a with lots of grace so you're basically saying if you know we're addressing the topic of fear this morning so and sometimes that fear comes because we haven't been compliant right Right. it's not necessarily completely unfounded that you know you you haven't complied you're you're behind in your taxes but i think what brian is saying that you make a proactive plan Mm-hmm. And we're going to tell you how you can do some of those things in a few minutes. Right. But and then you come in humility and you say, mm-hmm. yes, I've blown it. You, and you can come to CRA saying, I know I owe you and mm-hmm. I know I haven't done my taxes, but I want to get things right. You're telling us that you have seen CRA respond with, and, with grace. grace. Yes. And, and, and be able means, to work with you. Right. And, OK. So you, and, and they're that you essentially they allow for you to 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 have a plan. And ultimately, you know, God leading the way. I mean, this is about, um, in a lot of ways, you you know, mentioned the part of the heart, and you're leaning into God for His support and um, and and to overcome this 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 fear that you you may have, and ultimately that that fear isn't from God; it's from you know, it's from Satan, and and ultimately the, it's a battle every single day. Um, so there's lots of stories of clients who could have, you know, they could have gone bankrupt. They could have done a multitude of other things to avoid uh, going down the, this open communication with Canada Revenue Agency. And but it's it's a place that uh, they said no. My values are that I need to I need to do this for me. I need to do this for uh, to get right. So they made and some hard choices. They made some hard choices, and it does, and it, it you know, so it's a can be a lifestyle adjustment. Most of the time, it's 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 a lot, you know. There are some things that you have to give up, but to pay the, back what to pay you, back, back what you owe. yes yes okay. But I, th- I think yeah, one of the things the reward just, is huge. Yeah, and, and just reeling it back and recognizing that part of our commitment as Canadian citizens. Is is that we are going to you know if I work in Canada, then part of that that income that comes into the house, it goes to to the government of Canada for the things that that the government of Canada manages on my behalf. That you know, and again, if you listen to the December show, we listed a couple of those things: yes. roads and and military and healthcare and all of these things that are good things. And yes, they. Maybe they aren't managed well, and yes, maybe there's lots of waste, but the, the reality is is my commitment is, is that if I make a dollar, a portion of that dollar goes towards the, the communal pot, which we call taxes, and, and 
whether what happens to that is in a sense irrelevant. Uh, if we want to advocate for change in laws or change in, in mm-hmm. transparency or, you know, we, we see waste and we're saying, no, we don't want, you know, our money going to that. Then sure, absolutely advocate on that behalf, but don't necessarily withhold taxes because the, the, the negative effect on us is, is that we go, okay, now we're non-compliant. And, and again, you're non-compliant for long enough, then some of the, the ways mm-hmm. that you could get out of, get out of it. Are restricted now. Uh, you know, my wages are being garnished. I don't yeah. have a choice now. Right. This is what it's going to right. be. And so in February now, you've got lots of time, you know, with the deadline coming up of April 30th, you've got lots of time to be able to um, get that taxes, mm-hmm. you know, get your tax things in, in order, um, get comply with the laws. And one of the other things is that, you know, it's also to, to understand that this, the, the notion that, oh, well, I, I can't get it done by April 30th because of multiple reasons. There's always excuses. But the point that we're making is that it's important that the filing, even if you don't have the money to pay what you owe, and maybe you've come to the realization, wow, I owe a lot more than I thought I owed. The, the point of it is make sure that you file them because the snowball will simply get bigger because there's a penalty for late filing and the penalty is on the based on how much you owe. So, so at least get the filing done so the penalty is won't be You won't have there. to pay that extra. So you're saying that if a person knows that they have they will owe, sometimes people just don't bother filing yeah because and, and now they're penalizing themselves right mm-hmm. so instead of so instead of filing and saving at least that portion of the late that five tax, or ten percent right, yeah right you're saying file it and then see what happens right and, how and you then can it then then we you know we can start having the conversations and so to cra like i don't know anything like not too much but can you if you owed like 10 grand to cra you don't have that money can you negotiate a payment plan absolutely like, is that how yes. that yes okay I mean, it's based one of the on a number of factors. I, but well, one of the things I love to do um, when we're do- dealing with CRA is is recognizing that you know Ralph, he's the CRA representative on the other end of the phone, whatever his name. I'm using sure. Ralph, but yeah, and and you know he's a guy who you know probably has a wife and a couple kids, and and his job is to represent the government um, and and to make sure that these rules are enforced or followed up on. But there is latitude, and and Ralph is a real person. You know, mm-hmm. often we we make CRA this big black cloud of something where <laughs> uh, you I, know I, what you know I, I'm I don't throwing know. my money into, and and who knows whether it's being it? burned up or not. You know, and the reality is, is it's made up of your neighbors. It's made up of the guy down the. You know, it's made up of. Is it George Orwell, the Big Brother from 1984, the Big Institute mm-hmm. of Government? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys out there or. Well, we, we but buy that, into we, that, But right? we get that idea of the big brothers watching over you and it's mm-hmm. kind of come after you when you don't comply with the laws of the land. Right. And and yeah. just recognizing that, okay, so I'm the one, you know, you talked about humility and, and at the beginning of the show and just saying, you know, part of that is, is just recognizing that I am the one who needs to bring myself into compliance. I am the one who mm-hmm. needs to honor, in a sense, mm-hmm. this commitment whether you like it or not, you're a Canadian citizen. You are enjoying the effects of of what we we again communally put our money to in the government and going. Okay, so I'm you know if I 
don't use the roads and I don't use, um, you know, the, the sewer and, and water hookups in my head. And, and I stop using all those things. Well, maybe then you have some rights, but, but the reality is we use all of that stuff and that comes from tax money. And it's not this big dark cloud that, you know, is just waiting with lightning bolts to strike whoever is, is it's not, it's, it's just people doing their jobs. And, and those are the rules. And again, going, Hey, we could advocate if we want to change the rules, but let's get compliance first. Great. But it does take a paradigm shift in how we think. It because does. That's, that's the key. It is a paradigm shifter because I'm thinking, you know, even if the police, I know the police when they come up behind me are like there to protect me, watch over me, make sure I'm driving mm-hmm. safely, mm-hmm. but I'm sweating and afraid. And I mean, like, that's ridiculous because I know they're there to be first responders. They're there to be helpful. They're there to help me be safe Mm -hmm. and if i'm not complying with the the speed limit then they need to come and say you are or if i'm texting like i'm in the wrong Mm -hmm. right and and they're there to protect the general the greater good right right? and i but it takes a shift not to think of cra as the big brother who's coming after us and i mean we do have to think seriously that if we owe cra it is a serious debt it is. Like and it, they treat it as one, and we need to. Mm-hmm. But um, how do we become proactive so that we we walk out of fear? Because we know that we have to understand the heart of the Father for us, mm-hmm. right? That He loves us and He cares for us. But we still have to take action. So what do we do? Because that action does help us. Having more information does help us walk out of fear. Mm-hmm. But- so, so I have this. I'm going to use a scripture verse, Rem, and it's not one that you have. But, you know, when Jesus says, you know, bless those that curse you, pray for those that abuse you, sometimes that our attitude towards CRA, towards the government is, you know what, I'm cursing them, I'm cursing them, I'm cursing them all the time because I, I got to pay it, right? And if we could change even our hearts around to go, you know what, I'm I'm going to bless what seems like my enemy. Now, the government is not your enemy, but sometimes we, we have that in our head that the government is against us and not for us and all of those things. But if we can say, you know what, even in that case, let's just bless them. Let's just honor them. And, and then let's, let's be compliant. Right. And I think a big piece of that is simply understanding and taking responsibility for that piece that you're talking about, Dave. Mm-hmm. That and uh, so there's lots of tools uh, available. Like you, uh, there's information about you know you can go. Um, I would encourage everyone to log in and have their own account with mm-hmm. CRA so they can get that they know exactly where they stand and they mm-hmm. you know everything is online. And so I would encourage people to be able to do that to open the letters on all communication from Canada Revenue Agency uh, to. To see, hey, you know, how how can I how can I start to set aside some money if you're self-employed? Um, that people just get into bad habits, mm-hmm. and I think that one of the good habits that we can encourage people to do is understand their responsibility with the Canada Revenue Agency. Starts money, setting money aside, uh, like. Uh, in you know the envelope system or and being able to make online payments you can make online payments uh, towards your liability at hundred dollars at a time two hundred dollars at a time whatever you that excess is mm-hmm. and you're gonna save all that interest that's accumulating all of that stuff so it's it, it is about really 
understanding where where you stand and and truly trying to meet the uh, the fear head on mm-hmm. well, and take it on one day at a time each day. What you're saying, I we use this acronym when we probably do it a hundred times a year on the show, but or not a hundred times, but you know, facing your finances, just being able to be diligent and to because that face acronym is financial awareness creates empowerment. Yes. We're empowered even when we know what our debt is. And making mm-hmm. a plan to pay it off. Mm-hmm. But one of the things we were talking about before we started recording was being proactive with someone who can help walk you through your own financial story. Because yeah. what we've been seeing is that everyone's financial story is different. There's so many pieces that if your neighbor says, I do it this way, it, it might be helpful. But you need someone who knows what And it might ta- work for your neighbor. And it might work for your neighbor, but it not might not necessarily be good work, for you. work for you. And mm-hmm. we were talking even just about RSP donations because mm-hmm. that deadline's coming up and everyone's in a mad rush to do that now. Yeah, it's a marketing. It's a real big marketing time. And psychologically, uh, you'll see a ton of advertisements on TV, on the radio and everything. And so psychologically, people are just driving around. Oh, yeah, RSPs. Oh, yeah, I haven't done my contribution. I haven't done this. I haven't done that. And to your point that it's, it, is a, it is a great tool. However, it's not great for everyone. Right. And that you do need to have a conversation with somebody that understands all the aspects. Um, and I would encourage them to talk to somebody that's not selling the RRSB, uh, because, right. you know, there's a that conflict of interest mm-hmm. essentially there that, uh, you know, they're not necessarily going to tell you that, oh, yeah, what you're buying is really you're buying something that's a deferred tax liability. No, they're not going to tell you that at all. But it, that's what an RRSP is. And if you don't know what a deferred tax liability is, look it up because we yeah. can. But, but you, you mentioned that, Bron, and I, I think that's a good point in the sense of where you get your information is really important. So, you know, if I'm looking at buying an RSP, which is an investment. Yes, but I'm doing it as a tax strategy, then who do I speak to? Do I talk to my investment advisor or do I talk to my tax advisor? Because those could be two different things and you might actually have to connect those two and say, this is what we're trying to accomplish from a tax perspective. Does it make sense? Does it make sense? And I have this conversation with tax people quite a bit on the mortgage side of things because if I'm self-employed, then I can reduce my tax liability by writing off and having expenses. And that's it's a wonderful thing until I go to borrow on my mortgage right. and I've only made $10,000 in the last five years and I'd like to borrow 500000 to buy that new house. Well, those numbers don't match. And then all of a sudden we're going, okay, so it would have been great planning to, for two years, pay a little more tax and then you're able to to do the the leveraging that you want to do. And whether that's for growing your business or whether that's not. And again, we don't like debt for that. I, I hear you. But mm-hmm. sometimes those interactions need to happen between the professionals that will have opposing voices. If I'm always talking to my tax guy, well, he knows that your goal is to pay the least amount of tax that mm-hmm. you can do so legally, <laughs> we hope. But the, the the investment advisor may not be on the same page. Certainly in terms of borrowing and from the mortgage side of things, there there is a conflict there. So 
this is where you know the right advice from the right person at the right time, time. is like, extremely important. Yeah, and, and I think that's the encouragement is to make sure that they get that right advice because there's lots of horror stories out there with people that are uh, you know making you know putting money into RSPs because they've been sold something that they really didn't understand and maybe they save tax at ten percent and you know years pass by and all of a sudden they they need money for some really important family matter or something or buy their first house or do whatever and all of a sudden they they're out working and now their tax rate is 30 percent well you've simply just you know you've 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 now got a tax a tax liability that you have to do something with and it's people typically never think about that yeah. So, I mean, and and again, part of this is just having the conversation. Yeah. Again, this we go back to scripture and yeah. saying, hey, in, in, there is wisdom in some counselors. Sometimes in it Proverbs, is actually exactly. multiple counselors. Yeah. Yes. And I, I'm just yeah, listening to you guys. And I'm thinking for all the people who hate talking about money, this like it's overwhelming even mm. to listen to you guys. And for any of you out there listening, this is it sounds complicated because it can be. Oh, and yeah. and and I was saying to David, you I mean we have to talk about taxes already? It's you know and and it's already yeah, because it's February, but it feels like you're all we're always talking. Well, what are we doing this year with our taxes? Mm-hmm. What are we doing with this or with that or and you know what? Like we need to just accept it. We need to be responsible with our part finances. Of our life. It is part of our life, and it's stewards of what God has given us. It's stewardship. Taking care of our finances and our taxes is stewardship. Yes, and it's if we can see take it, ownership of it, that. take ownership, and if we can look at it like that, it helps shift the paradigm mm-hmm. because we can say then, God, this is yours. This tax problem mm-hmm. is yours. I've made a mess of it. Will you help me? Yes. I mean, that's a very practical prayer to make. Will you give me the courage to face this? Mm-hmm. Will you direct me to someone who can help me walk through this, who will help me so that I can come Come, not in mm-hmm. my pride, but in humility, mm-hmm. be proactive and just, I mean, it because we are stewards and managing the resources and we need to come running back to the Father. And we'll find God's grace. Yes, because what is the prodigal son story? It really is a mismanagement of the resources that the, his father gave yes. him. And he came back and what did he get? He got a robe grace. and grace and love and a party and a killed fattened calf and that we need to start to understand the father's heart for us in Mm -hmm. this in this thing yes and i love the verses that you started with in matthew 10 because it goes the father knows he knows that we live in north america he knows he knows he knows he knows that so look to the sparrows look to look around Mm -hmm. you and see how the father is at work caring for the world around you and recognize that okay so when the father says, you know, I want you to direct X number of dollars into a special savings account over here for your taxes, just do it. You can trust that there'll be enough 
There'll be more than enough mm-hmm. for the future, right? That's the yes. God that we serve. So, Lord, I just want to thank you that we know that truth. Thank you, God. It's written down in your words so many times over and over and over and over and over and over again. And uh, we can apply that to the practical things here in our life, whether it's paying taxes or how we manage uh, finances. But we can know that the baseline, the bottom line is, is that all of those things you're involved in, you care, you know the hairs on our head, and, and you care for us so much more than the sparrows in the world around us. And so, Lord, we just thank you for that, and we give you glory in Christ's name. That was fun. Thanks, Brian, for being here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And I can't believe how fast it goes. Wow. So join us next week. And remember, if you need to hear the shows again, uh, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca. If we're on iTunes, uh, then it's Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. Search that. uh, Download the podcast. Leave a comment. And join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.